told me this morning I was being canned. I couldn't say anything until it was official. Wait a minute. Wait a minute, guys. Wait. Jeez. You did it, didn't you? You fired these guys after all they contributed. Jack. Ah, oh, don't jack me after the support. Jack. Oh, man, after the devotion they gave you. You're fired, too. Now, you fired me. I'm, I'm fired? You son of a... No! no I'll kill you! You what? Not fired. I technically furloughed. Right. Welcome to episode 59. Tell me where to turn. Dave's here making the rolling dice hand motion for some reason. Don't know what that's about. It's about you and your choice of TV shows. That's what that was about. It's fine. It's fine. Glenn's here. He said he was going to be here at 8.30, showed up at 9. The energy level is low currently. About, about par for the course. We got lightning outside. How could the energy level be low? No weather delays. If it starts raining, we, we got a through. big problem here because this palapa or whatever it is that we're under here. <laughs> to the palapa. <laughs> if it starts raining, it ain't stopping all the raindrops. So You don't think so? We no. can't just move it under that small section right there? Just push everything over? Look at that bug up there. That's that's pretty, that's pretty oh, intense. It's not flying at you. How much would it take for you to eat that bug? Would I, would I be allowed to prepare it in any way I wanted? No, no, no. You'd just kill it and eat it. I couldn't right bread it and cover it in ranch dressing? <laughs> no. <laughs> couldn't cook it inside a cheeseburger. Did you know yesterday was National Cheeseburger Day? I'm looking directly at the cheeseburger, man. <laughs> Who do you think invented that now? <laughs> Who do you think petitioned their local government in addition to daily fantasy sports? <laughs> we need to have Cheeseburger Day. Did you enjoy a nice cheeseburger? I did. I'll, I'll be honest. I didn't know, no. but I just have cheeseburgers almost daily, so there was a good chance it was going to work out. That's a good thing. That's a good thing. But if I had known, I would have gone lunch and dinner cheeseburger. It's a bold stroke. Wow. All right. So you're listening to episode 59 of Tell Me Where to Turn. You can find us on Twitter at Where to Turn Pod. I can be found on Twitter at Tommy Two Underscore Zero. I can be found at point break underscore Dave. And I can be discovered at Glenn three underscore 11. So you're waiting for somebody just discover you. Yep. <laughs> just, just like those models that get discovered at the yeah. airport and then they're doing hill figure ads. Does Tommy Hilfiger still exist? Or oh yeah, no, he's still alive. Okay. He's still with us. I thought we put that. Unlike as, Bobby the Brain Heenan. I thought, <laughs> I thought we put Tommy jeans in storage with the Robert E. Lee statue. <laughs> I didn't say it was a good idea to wear Tommy Hilfiger. I just said he's still with us. They're just putting him in storage. They're not destroying those statues. They're going to bring him back out later. And in 81 years, things will turn back. Things are cyclical, Glenn. Yeah. I don't know if you know about that. So, Dave, how was your trip to the Windy City? You know, it was fun. It it wasn't bad at all. Um, it It was a work conference and... Generic? Yeah. And some of those, you end up doing things you wouldn't normally do. Oh, <laughs> hey. Well. hey. Well, you know what they say, different area codes. Uh, let's, well, let's put it this way. I, uh, my wife and I took a uh, trip to Chicago, and we did not enjoy the 
boat architecture tour down the river. Was because... Vince Vaughn leading it? No. Is that oh. from a movie? I, I don't know that it one. It is, but it's okay. It's a joke for me. Okay. No, no, I get the joke. Oh, okay. I get the It's joke. a good movie. Yeah. What movie was it? The Breakup. Yeah. No. A good movie. Um. Yeah, but did that. It was cool. We went to this weird... So, wait a uh, minute. You went with your wife and you didn't do a boat architecture tour, but you did with your that's work what people? I, that's what I'm saying. Like, okay. it's not something I would ever choose to do, but when, you know... They're like, hey, we're paying for this, and it's free drinks, and everyone else is going. You're like, yeah. So was this um, was this a conference that was kind of vendor-driven? Where Yeah. Okay, yeah, those are great. Oh, those are great. I haven't got to do a ton of them, but when you do, man, they their only mission there is to make sure that you have the best possible time that you can. No, it was great. It was uh, And money course. is literally, <laughs> first literally of the show, no object for them, I mean, my company was paying, like, airfare and hotel, but the conference was at the W in downtown Chicago. Well. So that's where I booked my room, and yeah, I mean, basically all the, uh, once you got there, everything else, food and drinks were all done through the, uh, through the conference. We went to this really weird, like, bar and nightclub ping pong club. That, I don't was know it if, in the W? No, it was downtown Chicago. So this was a vendor put this on. Yeah. So they rented it out for you guys? Um, they rented out the majority of it. The league area still had games on, and that was some intense ping pong. Wow. But uh, I need to I need to do a since it's always good to show pictures on a podcast. I do need to show Glenn a picture of something that. I ran into at the uh, so ping th- pong was this club. like this ping pong place was like a hipster place oh, or very much okay so, so was it like uh, that was at the ping pong club oh wow <laughs> they, they basically well describe what you're a looking ping at. pong paddle iron throne <laughs> yes and it's pretty well done genius wow what was the name of that place I if if I want to Google uh, it later spin I believe oh, spinners no not spinners. how much overrated deep dish pizza did you have i had deep dish pizza once i enjoy the chicago deep dish i don't think it's terrible i just think it's overrated that's i'll tell you the only thing two different bars we talked about it a little bit on the last episode just about how difficult it would be to have a deep dish pizza place that was based on delivery as your business model oh yeah because it takes so long yeah that was the that was the thing that so, so how long did it take when you went oh no as soon as you were like okay just so you know that's 45 minutes yeah that's what i remember yeah. we talked about that you probably didn't listen to the last episode did you No, i, I actually listened to it on the plane flying home and considering two men on the phone extremely well done boys. oh wow very good job yeah. that's what i was waiting for just what some... a compliment from the other guy on the show <laughs> The other guy that was too busy to call in from his hotel room. You know, <laughs> he was I could have done that. He was that, at actually. Spin the Ping Pong Club. He couldn't, <laughs> bother, on couldn't that, be bothered. Sitting on that throne before he headed to the other. So did you do the uh, did you do the uh, disabled porn routine with the front desk? <laughs> no, but that is a good joke. Have you heard that one? <laughs> did, just the bit that you emphasize that you want them to do that? No, you, you go to the front desk and you're like, yeah, I would like all the uh, porn in my room disabled. <laughs> and then the lady goes, you, you sicko, we only have normal porn. <laughs> okay. I think that was there a Dan go. McDowell. So was there yeah. any, uh, any conference hooking up going on? Um, certainly not from me, because I only date my wife. 
But our as we always recommend our one thing the show emphasizes. It was me and uh, our sales guy, and he was strangely MIA a lot of the time. Wow. I, I'll tell you what, my Glenn, do you go? Have you been on many of these things? Um, in the past, yes, but there was a lot more traveling and conferences and leadership meetings and the like in my company before, say, the company had to be bailed out by the government. And uh, since that time, perhaps. when you travel, does does that subway just close down, or <laughs> what, what happens? Who makes the sandwiches when you're gone? <laughs> Simi does. <laughs> So I've been to, I've been to I've been to a few, but I remember going to one in New Orleans. And uh, don't you hate New Orleans? It's not my favorite place in the world. But the people that uh, the people that were there that were like away from their families, man, that on the road persona is a very real thing. And there was a lot of people in the bar disappearing, and yeah, I, I was uh, I was concerned, including. Uh, one of my coworkers that we didn't see for a while. So, yeah, I don't know. I don't. I don't know if that's all my seat. I think it's different as you know, as far as like your age and the age of the people that are on the trip with you. Like it's totally different. Like when I went for training with my company, it was like a three week thing up in New Jersey, mm-hmm. and everybody who was there was between the age of like twenty two and twenty five. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, I mean, <laughs> I'm surprised there's not. You know, a fifteen-year-old running around right now as a result of that. You know, oh, there probably there probably is actually. employee training, but um, yeah, as you get older, my experience is more just people let loose at the bar. Well, that's the thing in, is these vendors ways. vendors rent out these bars and then it's anything goes. Yeah, and you see people say people, stuff. That, oh, people make some pretty bad miscalculations yeah. there. They're normally so reserved and pretty conservative and you know i'll have one glass of wine next thing you know they're on the bar yeah they're making bets and doing tequila shots yeah yeah well i'm sure i'm sure there's a little bit of that going on in dave's world that he's not allowed to let in so could you live in chicago uh am i safe from being murdered well, you were in a. I mean, when you're in the, we let that we let that cat inside. Dave. Yeah, I don't think there was a lot of murders at the W. <laughs> so what you're saying is, nobody that was part of your trip was murdered. So, so that's good. That that is that is true. Notice how I asked you a question when you got up to go let the cat inside. I'm just surprised. I didn't know if that door was gonna be big enough to let that cat in. You gotta go easy, okay? She's had a tough life. I think being safe from being murdered is kind of a prerequisite for living anywhere. Yeah, so. I, I, um, my times in Chicago, I mean, it was okay. Like, I mean, I just did all the tourist stuff. But I don't know if I'd want to live there necessarily. Uh, not during the winter time. Yeah, the winter's pretty bad too. You go to go to Wrigley though. I did. You didn't. No. And the Cubs were in town. Yeah. You were at Spin. You know and what? It said you were at, a, at a hipster ping pong club. How does that work? I gotta tell you, doesn't the the effort it would take to go and get tickets to a game? Yeah, these days it's real difficult. You could have done it all from your phone. Yeah, literally. Doesn't Wrigley like sell out? Don't you have to get like standing room tickets? No, you could have got tickets in the secondary market like you do anywhere else. StubHub has them just like anywhere. Are they else. free? 
Well, I bet you that I bet you free. one of those vendors that wants to do business with your yeah. sandwich shop would if you probably talked, if you talked with them enough. Yeah. Last question I'll ask you: Did they have a just a vendor display area as part of this conference? Because that is to me is the most unstable part of those things. No, because this was the entire conference was put on by one vendor. Oh, okay. And everyone attending the conference was a client. I got you. So. Was it called a client congress? I, I don't That's know. what they call them. They call a lot of those. In the biz. Yeah, well, I mean, you know. you know. But. Does that mean you play congress? Well, but I'd like to do that. That's a good game. Um, no, but it, some of these that are more industry-wide, they have these just big display areas where all the vendors have booths set up. Yeah. And the poor guys that, like, their job is to run the booth. Oh, man, yeah. you want to talk oh, about... that guy just got hit right in the nuts. Oh, wow. Oh, I hope he had on his stupid Yankee. I hope he had on his PP cup, as my son says. Thoughts and prayers for number twelve for the Yankees is he won't be able to procreate. <laughs> if he was at a conference this weekend, he probably wouldn't be able to take full. I think that's Chase Headley. Yeah, there will be no more Chase Headley in his life. <laughs> he's had it. Yeah. Okay. So back to back to Congress. What no, no. About? I just said that those those vendor areas that that's a beaten existence. Those poor guys. That oh, they yeah. do. They do. You know, probably several of those a month. Yeah, just one place to another. They set up their little booth and they stand up there and just try to convince spares like me to get you know their real sales guy to come in and, and do a meeting. Don't and, they usually have a hot with them though? Oh yeah, yeah. And that doesn't hurt. Believe me, it doesn't hurt. It doesn't hurt to have At this a, conference. The company putting you on definitely uh, like the first night the table I was just randomly at there was a girl there that had been working for the company for two weeks and knew nothing she was like 25 but she was very attractive it's like we she said something at one point like yeah I just got hired I'm surprised they even invited me I was like yeah I'm not (laughs) I used to uh, do a lot of recruiting for our office and go to job fairs at universities around here at the university of the United States (laughs) Um, and then go to like SFA and maybe a couple of those, couple others that we actually traveled to. But there were always companies that had that's they had one representative there. That's kind of who you were dealing with, and you might go talk to them about the company, and they would know just enough. <laughs> but it was basically just the marketing material that's on like the posters and the handouts. Yeah, they don't really work there yeah. per se. They just kind of go and stand and say hey come here everybody looks like me type of deal and then i know that uh a golf tournament but after that they could serve you some 29 degree beer probably (laughs) the shift starts at six but tommy would appreciate it used to play in like a uh, uh insurance claims golf tournament that was sponsored by a bunch of vendors okay and there were vendors that were known to and they have like everybody sponsors a hole so you (laughs) a golf hole (laughs) Glad you clarified that. Yeah, otherwise, it, you know, it's it's very costly. I mean, it's like never mind. Um, Literally. So, yeah, every vendor sponsors a golf hole, and at every at the tee box, up at the box, you have like a cooler and whatever, and the vendors got their stuff set up and their reps there. There were yeah. vendors that mysteriously had just random women there who may have been employed somewhere where you dance at night, but they were just paid like to wear a, a golf shirt with that company on there and basically just 
talk to everybody that comes by. Comes by the box. Comes by the box and grabs a drink. The water, obviously. They're trying to sell you on their company, and Tommy's just over there intent on getting like 15 practice swings. He's taking the <laughs> yeah, game. Yeah, I get so my serious. get my GPS thing set up so I can track my. <laughs> I'm shot. not drinking. I'm gonna break 90. <laughs> yeah. Can't get can't get into that swinging fuel like Glenn likes to get when we go out there. I'm over there face down in the cooler. <laughs> So nobody did anything to get fired at this at this conference. Um, Doesn't sound like it's worthwhile. No, no, I don't think uh, I don't think there will be any terminations happening from this conference. And there will be no women terminating anything after this conference either. So dark. Well, just felt like it needed to be said. Have you guys ever been fired before? I have. You've been fired or fired laid or off? just laid off. It, okay. No, I, I've never been fired. Like, to the, to I never had like a performance like, "Hey, you're doing terrible." No, I've been laid off once. The very, very first company I worked at was a, a very small ad agency, and um, I mean, right out of school, I got hired there. And <laughs> what's funny is looking back on it, like you, I was so dumb, like so new to how business works that I didn't see it coming but we lost like our biggest client right and wrote it out for a few months but I think there was like eight or nine people there and looking back like basically no one had any work to do like we were just like sitting around (laughs) like looking at each other and then like and at the time like I'm like oh whatever you know it'll pick up and you just kind of naively assume that the small company's got a mountain of cash they're sitting on that they could just continue to pay your benefits and salary just into perpetuity exactly like well well, business will turn around eventually but now like if i was ever in that if i was in a situation like that now like i would be like out finding recruiters like beating down doors that first month we went we went south but um yeah i mean they when i got laid off like basically everyone at the company except the owner and two other people stayed okay. like it turned into a three-person company they reduced their workforce by 60 or 70 percent <laughs> in one day yeah so did you get a severance or you know i think i may they may have given me one more check oh wow so and i'm not and let, i'll i'll say honestly and this is 100 percent true my two weeks checks at the time did not have a comma in it Oh, well, I mean, first job out of college. Yeah, that yeah, but then like abnormal. Yeah, you're kind of like, really? They could just give me one more check. Like, <laughs> you, you might have should have got that one to the bank fast. It sounds like at that so, point, why don't they just give me like four months? Like, what? so did you have a plan or what did you do before between employment gaps? Like, um, honestly, I <laughs> I'm assuming you weren't sitting on a massive amount of savings. No, cash no, at the quite, time. quite the opposite. My, uh, my wife was in school. So my little check was barely hanging on. And then you go to no check. I actually went and worked, at uh, doing at a landscape company repairing sprinklers because i knew how to do that you had some so doing manual labor i was doing manual you labor from a desk to manual labor and thankfully it wasn't that long i mean it was probably a month or two but the boss that at the company that i got laid off from actually called around and got me hooked up with another ad agency that i went to so well, all in nice. all it worked out but yeah so do you feel like 
when you're early in your career, the layoff is a lot less scary than it is now because you could pretty much go get a job anywhere. Like, do you feel like you get to a point where where now making a move is a lot trickier? Yeah. Oh yeah. Well, I think there's just a lot more, especially the three of us. There's a lot more at stake. There's yeah. a lot more responsibility. I mean, if you're 23 years old, you work somewhere for nine months or a year, and then they let you go because they lose, you know, the majority of their business. Right. Really, as long as you've got enough money, like, just to make rent for the next couple months, you you basically like, I'll, I'm going to figure this out. I mean, right. we're, I'm still going to you know buffalo wild wings tonight <laughs> to hang out and watch the game and stuff i'm i'm good for the next 45 days you yeah. know you don't really think beyond that but i think it's whole different so what would you think now. just just totally off the top of your head right now so say just you walk in tomorrow and you don't have a job how long do you think it would take you to find another job like realistically like what what would you put your time frame at at this point in your career i think we need to clarify are we no, no, are we comparable? Okay, we're not. No, no, yeah, I mean, you could go get a job uh, at Subway, probably. Probably. I don't know. We have a pretty strict hiring <laughs> procedure. Isn't there, criteria. A rule, isn't there a rule of thumb, like for every ten thousand dollars you add a month, or I mean, is there is there some kind of some so, kind of rule like that? Take me two months. Yeah, <laughs> take what, me like three, three years. <laughs> um, I, I mean, I think it would. Uh, I think it would be, I think it would probably be a little difficult just because, I mean, what I do is a little bit specialized and obviously it's not like when you, when I got laid off the first time and you're basically looking at entry level jobs that every country, every company has 40 of, you know? Right. Right. Um, I think it would be a little difficult, but I mean, a few months. Of course, months. in a few months there'd be foreclosure signs in my yard. And <laughs> well, I mean, uh, you know, not to get not to get too personal, but I mean, like, is there a, is there an amount of cutbacks that you have available at your discretion if you got laid off to make it last a while? Or oh I mean, yeah, so so like clearly, if I got laid off, I'd have to call the country club and say sorry. We're gonna we're gonna take well, a, you, that wouldn't be a cut you'd make you'd cut back on like you know, oh, diapers yeah. or other probably, things. yeah I'd probably stop paying my mortgage first. <laughs> yeah, what you are they get gonna, away what are they gonna that? do? Foreclose on me? You can get away with that for like a good six months before they really kick yeah, you out. Yeah, I mean, no, but I I guess what I'm saying is is do you feel like your lifestyle is at a point right now where you're being frugal, or do you feel like there's a lot of belt tightening that could be done if you got it put into a situation where you had to do it? Well, I think it also kind of depends on where you're at with the company you work for. Like, if I walked in tomorrow and they said, sorry, your position is no longer needed. Yeah. It's been eliminated. Yeah. We've decided somebody in Scranton's going to do what you do. Right. I've been there long enough knowing how they put their severance packages together yeah. that it wouldn't be a full year, yeah. but it would probably be close to like nine or ten months that I'd be... Not without pay. See, I'm so jealous because I think Tommy, you're kind of in that similar. Well, boat. you know what's funny is is so if I'd have got laid off last year, I would have actually gotten over a year. Yeah, and they amended the severance policy, so now I would get 40 weeks of pay. Yeah, ours ours is capped. Yeah, like so, it, they capped it at 40 weeks. Yeah, so I, but I've I've met all the qualifications to get the full cap. Ours so, is yeah, ours is capped at a year. 
but you get a certain amount for like time with the company and then if you have a crude vacation and all that you get it and then but it can just be decided by like exe- the exec- executive over your line of business you report to just to say we just want to give them give that person a year so you mm-hmm. could still yeah. potentially get a year so in 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 a, in a realistic sense that's probably what happens but in our company if you got terminated for cause they don't give you anything they give you your vacation time we have a little but they don't give you they wouldn't give you a year of severance like if so no, if, no, you no, know, no. If, if i went in there and did something that was so egregious that they had to fire me then i get nothing and i'm out of out of my uh, rear end immediately well think about one thing that we have is it's different if you get fired because you walk in the office and like drop your pants in front of everybody mm-hmm. as opposed to just underperforming or maybe just showing your underwear maybe like showing full wang versus like just silhouette let's say you're just you're a really hard worker you're just not quite good enough to make it we actually offer something that you're still terminated and you're notified like you're 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 done yeah. but but we have this and it pays you a certain amount like a certain percentage of your pay for a period of time we continue your benefits for it's a short period of time but right. you can get all this to help with the transition of course, in return for that, if you sign and receive that, you waive any right to uh, pursue a legal claim. wrongful termination yeah. claim. Yeah, I, I feel like my company, especially just because they're Smart they're business, they're yeah, big enough. Yeah, it's they do. They end up doing that. I think with a lot of people that they would otherwise want to get rid of for causes, they do the like, look, we're going to get rid of you either way. So you could either yeah. go now, or you could take three months' pay and sign this little sheet of paper. So and, I've never and we'll uh, be good. I've never been I, I've never been terminated from a job. I was advised, and this is not even career, you know, during the course of career, this was in college. I was working at the college bookstore. <laughs> Where and, lots of good career advice comes. Yeah, and I, I started there like the beginning of the year. So obviously, being in the semester, it's really busy or whatever. Yeah. And they, they advised all the people they brought in, like, there's however many of you now, but three weeks from now, four weeks, we only need like a half they or a get third of you. They got to get down to 53-man roster. Right. So uh, I think it was two or three weeks in, and I go in on like a Friday, and the guy calls me in and says, hey, like we talked before, and me and this guy really didn't get along. He didn't seem to like me from day one, so I wasn't surprised by this. But uh, he was like, yeah, like we said, we're only using this many people. So um, today's going to be it for you. This will be, you know, your last shift. So I was kind of beaten by that because I was kind of... It, it told you before the shift? Yeah. Well, hold on. <laughs> we'll get to the rest of the story. See, he needs to be fired as being a yeah. real bad man. Well, he's running a like the storage part of a bookstore. <laughs> so he tells me that, yeah, at the beginning of the shift, it's on a Friday. Well, I was kind of beaten because I was like, well, this is good. Even if it's just like 15 hours a week, you know, it's a little bit of money. Yeah. Anytime I want to go to Wendy's and get, you know, some nugs and a Texas double cheeseburger, I don't have little, to think twice. Junior bacon action. Yeah. So I'm kind of beaten by it. But then, as Tommy mentioned, he tells me at the beginning of the shift, he leaves soon thereafter. So I've worked about 45 minutes of this, you know, four or five hour shift. I'm talking to another guy and I told him, yeah, they told me, you know, let me go and this is my last day or whatever. And the guy goes, hey, man. If you just want to take off, I'll I'll clock you out when I leave. And I kind of think about it for about two seconds. 
you know, the angels on one shoulder, the devil's on the other. And I'm like, this is not really that big of a lie. I was like, yeah, this sounds like a pretty good deal. So I got paid for about four and a half hours of not actually working. Wow. Very nice. Very nice. Stuck it to him. And that was it? It never happened since? No. Um, if you want my bragging montage. I lo- I'd love a bragging montage. I've never interviewed for a job that I actually wanted, and I didn't get it. Does that make sense? No, you said that totally wrong. You said you never interviewed for a job you actually wanted. Okay. So that doesn't make any sense. That means that every job you interviewed for, you didn't want. <laughs> so any job, again. I, any job I wanted that I interviewed for, I got it. There you go. There. That's much better. I like to deal in opposites. That's I got pretty, like a 700 on my SATs. I had that streak going for a real long time, um, but that streak is the, no longer the suit incident <laughs> the suit incident yeah we've covered that in the oh, show yes. right? yeah so the, until the suit incident i had a i had a real good streak but i've never been i've never been let go or laid off or fired or anything from a job yet but i'm not oh, ruling out the fact that you. within well the time that we record this podcast that's not gonna yeah happen. i mean and i've only had you know a few summer jobs and I mean, when I got out of school, the place I started with is the same place I'm at right now. So that's impressive. It's not like I've been interviewing every three years, just <laughs> taking you know. See, I've taken my I've, pick. I've done that over the course. I've been with the company I'm with. I'm closing in on ten years, but I've interviewed all along the way because you never know, you know. You never know when there's going to be something better there. And I've been offered a lot of jobs in the last ten years. I've just never taken any of them. No, it's good. I mean, I've talked to people, I and mean, you always have like the headhunters and stuff that. Yeah, and I think it's it's get your number and it's call probably you healthy every now and then to see what's out there because I think I think too you don't want to, especially if you're looking for employment later, get typecast as that guy that doesn't has so little drive that he just puts up with whatever and yeah. you know, which I'm looking squarely at you for that. <laughs> now I have escaped two companies by the skin of my teeth with with mere weeks left before their bankruptcy because i uh also like point break dave came up through the small ad agency world um i worked at one where um i knew things were getting dicey took another job left the owner begged me not to go said hey please stay i said no i you know i just don't feel right about how things are going here. Went back a couple of weeks later uh, on a lunch break just to say hi to my coworkers, and the door had a uh, padlock on the outside of it from the building owner for failure to pay the rent. Oh, so no. That was exciting. That was the only company I've ever worked for where they actually did the um, – it was payday Friday, and the guy would be like, look, we're going we're gonna to do paychecks Monday. You know, I just need a couple more days. Mm, that's always yeah that's the only place i've ever worked like even places another place i worked that was having real bad financial problems like they never missed a payroll right and this guy routinely did it and then uh, in fact i wish i had kept this because you guys would probably get a kick out of seeing it so the year i left that company it rolls around to january february the next year and i'm getting my taxes in order and i realize i don't have a, a w-2 from this guy and he's this is the company that got the door got padlocked but I had a cell phone number, so I called him. I said, hey, um, are you sent out the W-2? And he kind of gave me a weird, you know, like, oh, I thought I already sent that, mm. you know, whatever. So it kind of we're kind of getting into March, and I'm getting, like, to the point where, like, I need to file my tax return, and I don't have it. Yeah. 
and I said, look, I said, I don't have it. Can I get a copy of it? And he says, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, actually, meet me at a, I met him at a subway. And, uh, back that's, by, where, that's where real business is done. Yeah, close to your old stomping grounds, I believe, at uh, Walnut Hill in 75. Oh, yeah. yeah. I know that subway. Yeah, I met him at that subway. Well. I, remember, I remember it vividly because it was pouring rain outside. He pulled up next to me in his car. I was in the parking lot. <laughs> he, he lowered the window. A gun was looking pointed at me. He handed me an envelope with my W-2 and said, here you go, and he left. And I didn't open it. I just threw it on the seat. So I got home to do my tax. I opened it up. It's a it's piece one, of paper. It's one of those, like, you print out the blank ones. He had, with a pencil, written in the numbers. And they, when I looked at him, like, they weren't even close to what matched on my check. Like, every number wasn't even close. So that's when I decided at that point, I said, well, I'm not, I'm just that, I'm not really, I'm not going to file. You know, I'm not going to file that as Oh, let's let it ride, huh? I talked to a, a friend that, that was in the uh, CPA industry. Well, what come to find out, this guy ended up um, in real big trouble with the IRS because he uh, was not paying payroll taxes ever, like the whole time Ooh, I worked there. Okay. So... I made a great decision. And now now he's the president of the United States. (laughs) Yes, and now he is threatening to wipe North Korea off the map. Totally destroy them. Totally destroy them. So to go along with job talk, I'm actually kind of looking around. Still Still have my job, but entertaining other things. Kind of like what you did at the conference this weekend. You were looking around entertaining other things, but... Lots of WWE thoughts. Oh, Man, so sad I didn't get the in-person with that. But um, I'll say this, and I don't remember this, because the last time I've been at my company a little over eight years, which I feel like is a long time, but outside of this crew here, who apparently... Put you in third place at this table. Which is surprising. Um, No, but I've... You know, started looking around, and you know, a lot of those people that you know reach out to you and like, oh, you have to, you know, go through your, you know, whatever slash careers website and submit your thing, and they all, and I don't remember this one eight nine years ago, but they all have like the questionnaire now where it's like, you know, are you legally authorized to work? You know, will you ever need sponsorship? And then it always goes into the. Um, if Denny male Hamlin was answering that question, he'd be like, "Yes, I need sponsorship." <laughs> oh, sorry, Casey Kane. Dang it! Yeah, dang it! I messed up my NASCAR oh. joke. But then it goes into like, you know, gender, and then like race. You choose, and you choose not to answer at least one of those. That, that's certainly an option, but it's kind of funny because I always feel like I love to race. I love <laughs> racing. I'm not answering the gender question ever again. <laughs> I don't subscribe to their checklist. But it's, I don't know why they ask those questions. I believe from what I've looked around is it's to make sure companies are, it's like Equal the Rooney rule. Man. Like, yeah. Equal opportunity employer. Mm. But I feel like it has the reserve, the reverse effect. Because, like, you always think, like, if you don't get a caller, like, well, it's because it's because I'm a, a white male, you know, and I'm sure people of other races think, oh, it's because well, yeah. of this. Like, you need to check your privilege is why. The, the fact that they, uh, the fact that you have to put it then always gives you an out when they don't call you, I feel like. Yeah. Well, let me ask you this. Have any of these companies you've been applying for, do they have you do the uh, cultural fit assessment? Oh, boy, those are ne- those so annoying. They ask you the, uh, do you like sugar or PCP? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
No, I had to <laughs> do, do like trying new restaurants. <laughs> I had to do one of those the other day that was 264 questions. Uh, and this is just to submit a resume. This isn't this is just to, to get the privilege to submit a resume if you answer 264 questions. No, I think this was after. I think okay. I was like a phone interview and then they send that. Well, a lot of them make you at least do like you know, like it's 200 questions but they make you do these ridiculous things to see if you're a good cultural fit by how you check some radio buttons so, i guess so stupid man are you working with a recruiter i am as of uh, a few days ago is it a is it a legit one because yeah. i hear that the recruiting industry is full of very unscrupulous people no this was a, a woman i know that works in mm-hmm. hr this is a recruiter she is used to fill positions at her company i'd like you like to fill some recruiter sounds pretty serious we wish you wish you the best of luck. Thank you with the job search. So, have you last job question? Have you ever have you guys ever tried to negotiate a salary? Oh yeah, every time. Uh, well, since I haven't left my company <laughs> to go anywhere else, but I, I have uh, with a couple of the other positions I've posted for during my tenure with the same company, and actually, the last time it actually went better than I thought it would. <laughs> Actually, gave me more than what I asked for. <laughs> so you negotiated the other way. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You're like, guys, yeah. look. I was like, I'm not real good at this. Ten dollars an hour. <laughs> I, I, uh, I think my second or third job, I negotiated the salary. It went real well. I, um, they offered me forty thousand dollars a year, and uh, I asked them for forty three, and they said no. <laughs> Okay. And then I said, well... How about 45? Well, I said, you, you got to do something. And they said, well, look, we can do $40,500. Well, then I went home and told everybody. I said, yeah, they offered me 40, but I countered and got them up to 45. God. <laughs> and stuck with that story forever. In fact, wow. my wife still thought I'd talked them into 45. Wow. Man. And I did technically talk them into 45. That's pretty funny, yeah. actually. I enjoyed that. But what's funny is the company I work for now doesn't negotiate salaries. Like I thought that I thought that that was the line they used on me. But then once I got into a position where I was a hiring manager, they they don't negotiate salaries. And I've had several people try, and you just have to tell them, like, "Sorry, this is the offer. We don't negotiate salaries." Yeah. And but and you then they always will take it. But boy, I've had some people take three, four, five runs at it. Like, really think they're like, well, they can't be serious. And you go, look, my hands are tied. We well, don't negotiate salaries. Yeah. We don't do signing bonuses. We don't do like we don't do that. We this is what you're gonna make, and you either take it or you don't take it. That has to be the policy across the board, though. Yeah, but you they go to great choose. great pains for equality at this company. They don't. They do tons of market research. They pay what they think is fair for the job. They put you on a sliding scale based on your years of experience and that and you get your offer and they're never going to get sued by somebody that says, you know, women make more or women don't make as much or minorities because they, they do it totally All by the book. due diligence. But yeah. man, every now and then you have somebody come in and think that they're going to just, you know, whip it out and slap it up on the table and never works. Never works. Mm-hmm. Made me feel better because my real half-hearted attempt to negotiate when I got hired was like slap back to half court. And I was like, yes, yes, ma'am. I'll see you Monday. Thank you very much for hiring me. Sounds like you got $500 you weren't going to get before. So. No, that was not this job. Oh, it was a different one. 
Yeah, I started at 25 uh, for this job, not 40. I took uh, a You guys ever had to fire anybody? And not lay... Well, those... Sometimes the layoffs can be tougher conversations, but we'll talk just termination. Yeah, I've had to lay people off. I've never had to fire somebody. I've had to write somebody up. I've had to put somebody on a corrective action plan. Never had to fire anybody. Man, I haven't. Um... But that's just the layoff to me. The layoff was was way harder. Yeah. Because the people that got laid off weren't necessarily the best and brightest, but they had been there forever. Right. And I mean, their positions were eliminated. I mean, there was there was yeah. just, and that's a harder conversation to have because then they're like, oh, so what I was doing was so worthless to this company that that you're not even going to have my position anymore. And I've done that for 25 years, and now yeah. you're going to go on about your merry way without me or what I did, and everybody's going to be fine. I mean, I had like this lady like crying. It was bad. But they, I assume they probably gave you kind of a script, HR did, to stick to and say no matter what people ask or allege or whatever, pretty no, much they stick to the script. told me to freestyle it. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Okay. Yes, I had a script. I had other people there with me, too, from HR and security. Like oh yeah, you have to have at yeah. Least this one wasn't like me just like hey. By no, the way, you don't no, work this here was anymore. Like, <laughs> here's here's how much severance you're gonna get. Here's, here's a subway here's gift our, card. Here's our relocation. You know our, our re- yeah. replacement service. Oh, relocation. and here's <laughs> not witness protection. You're putting them in. <laughs> Lauren Malvo was not there. If that's what you're thinking, you can't work here anymore, and you can't live in this city. <laughs> yes. Oh, you God have mercy on your soul. No, and yeah, and here's yeah, and here's Officer Foster to ex- escort you to your car, <laughs> escort you back over the wall. Yeah, indeed. Goodness. Yeah, the layoffs are tough. I terminations. I've probably done at least one a year the last four or five years. But probably a lot of those, you're almost glad to be doing it though, because you wouldn't do it unless you wanted the person gone. Uh, yeah, So it's not like, I feel like with the layoff, it's like, man, we liked you. We're sorry. With the termination, it's like, yeah, you suck. Get yeah. out of here. It's not as big of a deal. I've only had one of those go real south where the lady just lost it. Gunplay? No, but she was just crying. But, it, well, it started out, I thought it was legit. She was just having like a breakdown. Then she's like up against, like facing the window, but like she was acting like she was so upset and so embarrassed by this whole thing that even if you like try to console her and you know whatever, that she didn't want you looking at her because she was like so embarrassed. But then I noticed she's up against the window, but she's got her phone and she's texting on her phone. This was all just a big act. And some of the people she were t- she was texting was other employees in the office. Oh, great! Telling them what was happening. Now keep in mind the other. So how did it last that long? Why wouldn't you just tell her like, "Hey, here's the news. Bye." Uh, it kind of caught us by surprise. Okay. Even the HR person that was in there with me said that this was there was only one other one, and she had been in HR for like twenty or thirty years. There was only one other instance she could remember being this bad, as far as an employee freakout. Uh, but I think a lot of it was an act. Eventually, we got her. And the employees that she was contacting didn't have much sympathy. Like she was almost like asking people like to come in and help her. And the people I talked to after the fact, like, who's got, going with me? Got the text to just kind of turn the phone <laughs> over and set it back down and went back to work. So we got her out of the out of the office downstairs. She's got her stuff, you know, loaded up in the the bank box in the bank box. <laughs> and for whatever reason, she refuses to leave the property. 
which now building securities involved now. They've helped escort her down. Well, you're trespassing at that point. Well, I've gotten her outside the door, so she's off. Now it's between her and the building. Oh, so she's outside. You mean out the front yeah, door? Yeah, yeah. So she's outside. So I've walked her out there. She's now refusing to leave for whatever reason. I'm not sure what kind of stand this is. So the building security... calculated stand. Building security's out there, and I kind of turn to him and like, so you got this? He's like, yeah, we'll take care of it. And I'm basically like, well, (laughs) good luck. It turns out she stood there for I don't know how long until the guy had to go and call the actual police. And then when he came back and said that he's contacted... The, pol- the police department, she finally got in her car and left. Wow. Every other one I've had, I've had people get upset, like just emotional. Well, yeah, of course. But, but they understood it and they were more. Uh, it Sometimes it really hurts when they're genuinely disappointed in, in themselves. Yeah. And they, but you're you can't be like well it's okay you know I mean they still they didn't you still make got it a, you and, still got a GTFO yeah and <laughs> you, you didn't know tell them you think I'm, I'm like the one thirty news comes on in a few minutes you need to, you need to get out <laughs> you couldn't tell them that you wanted to put them on the practice squad <laughs> so do you do you have a preferred time or day of the first week? first thing in the morning okay Friday it, Friday first thing um I don't remember if we have. I think we steer clear of Fridays. My company, they... Uh, I think we limit... Mondays and Fridays are out. Your company just waits till they hang expensive memorabilia on the yeah. wall. They're like, okay, uh, today's uh, the day. Other than the, uh, the horrible layoffs last Christmas that were handled poorly, usually the bit is Friday morning and whoever that person, like manager, or who they report to, tells them to come in early. And they come in early on Friday, and then they tell them, and then they're gone like before anyone yeah. gets there. Yeah, which is probably the best way to do it. Yeah, it's it's always super super awkward to deal with. Yeah, even you know, I had one this year where the guy like completely understood it, and it was it was the smoothest one I've ever had. But <laughs> like, still, I know I suck. I'm sorry. Yeah, it was almost to that degree but it's still just weird well it's weird because you never know and especially today man with so many people doing just crazy stupid things you know like thought about that every time it's happened yeah when i walk out to the parking lot i'm like this could be it right here yeah that's scary disgruntled employee or they went home and told their significant other what happened and they're just waiting in the parking lot looking for glenn three underscore (laughs) eleven Got you in the sights. We'll do at least one memorial episode. I would hope so. We'll, we'll before, mention before it. Before we switch the format to all wrestling. <laughs> yeah. We'll do one last one in your memory of you. Play a few clips and then we're going to all wrestling. And then that's it. So we had a friend, mutual acquaintance of the three of ours, that really unexpectedly lost his job about two weeks ago. And this would be a guy like that I would consider probably a good employee. This is not... Like, there would be people that we know. Well, actually, there's a guy, that, another guy we know that's, like, been laid off probably four or five times since we've been doing this podcast from, like, good jobs. But he also has a lot of money and lives in Prosper and loves oh, baseball. Okay. Um, Buys extra hotel rooms. Yeah, for sleeps fun. in his own hotel room on trips. Yeah. But, I mean, that guy's lost. I mean, he's lost three or four jobs since I've been knowing him. But this guy that this other friend of ours like really th- that's why it kind of brought the topic home for me like 
he was not expecting this. And he was, you know, he was telling me pretty candidly a couple of months ago. He's like, man, I, you know, if I don't get something soon, you know, mortgage payment's going to be looming pretty big for me. Oh, no. And uh, he worked for a small company, and they, they helped him a little bit, but it wasn't like, you know, he wasn't getting the Glenn parachute either. The no, parachute he, made him money. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they just... That's what they they would just drop. It the, got me, the big it, top it on my house. It did get me thinking. And I mean, I, I I tend to worry about stupid stuff, anyways. But it did get me thinking. Like, man, I just I just don't know what I would do if that happened. You know, if I just walked in there and and they just caught you by surprise and just said, "Man, sorry, it's not working out." You know, and that's kind of what they did to this guy. They just, you know, he. That's that's don't I, know don't know what you do like. After you stand in the parking lot and refuse to leave, because that's that's the first thing you do. I'd right? make them yeah. call the real. Yeah, they'd have to call the oh, real cops before I left. Uh, and then that lady, did this that was four Asked years. Me to write ago. a recommendation. And we, letter. Yeah, and no. we've got her on the phone right now. <laughs> that was four years ago. Our paths, I wouldn't say crossed, but I went to a local dirt track this summer. Oh no! And she was there. Sitting down the row from where I was at, really, she did not notice me, but I, it, I, it was her. I noticed her. Things don't appear to be going too well. So well, the location. Well, did she have a husband that was in the A main or something? I'll get to that. <laughs> First off, it's been four years, and in those four years, it looks like she may have eaten Mark McLemore. <laughs> And then the second thing was um, she was romantically involved with a, a guy who drove a modified who may have also been a midget. He drove a midget? No, he was a midget. Like a little person? Yes. Like a Rico Abreu? Yes. Okay. And said woman is normal sized? Well, I think we're all normal as part of God's creation. I agree with that. But she was maybe as tall as what you would typically see. Okay. Um, so, yeah, he had a heart attack and died. So, uh, all right. Rest in peace, Scotty Scott. Well, I think that's as good <laughs> a place. I think some emails. Yeah, as good a place as any to go to emails. Stay hard, Scott. Scotty Scott. So, we got a Do you few. you think the lightning is getting closer, Dave? Nah. Or is it is it going around? I don't know. I don't think anybody could know. All right, Joey sent us an email. Okay. Joey Does it have of, the word duck in it? Yeah, Joey of duck fetish fame. Has a couple of questions for us. First question is, uh, what's the best reaction one of your coworkers had to getting fired? says, one guy on our sales team got fired, and he drove around our building honking his horn <laughs> and, and flicking everyone off. <laughs> he took a few, a few slow laps. Not that creative, but definitely effective. Well, I'll, I'll tell this story. This, is not, this isn't quite answer his question, but it, it's close enough. But um, when I was at one of those small companies, they, uh, they had to fire a lady or, or I, I was business driven and what she, she wasn't a great employee, but they, they, they told her like, you're done. This is your last day. And she had, um, a lot of stuff that, which I, I side quick sidebar. You don't want to have a lot of stuff in your office, man. If no. you get fired, you want to be able to, to drive around f- shooting the bird yeah. and leave. And you don't want to have to go get, uh, you know, 
two men in a truck to come up there and get all your <laughs> crap out of there. So the boss came in my office and said, hey, I'm, I'm really sorry to do this to you, but we've let this person go and she needs help getting her stuff out of the building. Can you help her? And ask me and another guy. So she gets her stuff. I've got a big box of her stuff. Other guys got a big box of her stuff. We're going down the elevator. We get to the front door of the building. Well, it just so happens another guy really good dude, very jovial guy that's been out at lunch. Oh, no. He's coming back and goes, hey, what are you guys doing with those boxes? What's going on? And just, like, not a care in the world. And this, oh, this lady, the the look she gave, man. Oh, no. And I'm, I'm like, while holding a box, trying to give him the throat slash sign, <laughs> but he's not getting it and just egging it on. But, yeah, other than that, um, I don't know that I've ever had anybody or, or really even heard of anybody. No. And our company do something just ridiculous, scorched earth. We had a we had a person do a, um, and this is not anybody in my my group, but it, send a company wide email on their way out the door once before Ooh. they close that loophole. Man, and my company like it's planned out, and the yeah. before they're told everything shut down. Yeah, and we were way better about that. This was probably about five years ago. In a couple of loopholes have been since closed now. If you're just a normal employee, you can't access the company-wide distribution list. Like, that's a big no-no before okay. anybody could do it. Yeah. And secondly, yes, now if your your account access and prox card access is all dead before they tell you. But no, this person got in there and, and squeezed, off, <laughs> squeezed off one more. And and, and uh, it had some pretty pointed uh, comments about the leadership direction of the company. So I thought that was cool. We, I saved it for a while. We don't... Uh if an employee's being terminated, they're called into a room and given the news. So there'll be another manager that knows yeah. what's going on. They go to their desk and grab their like keys, wallet, purse, you know, whatever. Yeah. They're and they only take the stuff that they absolutely need with them. Yeah. That day, and we box everything up and, and catalog come it. Get it on the weekend or whatever. We yeah. we catalog it and then like overnight it to them. Wow. They're not allowed. They don't even come back. Yeah, that's how we do. That's how we do it now. This this other incident I described was way back in the small ad agency days. So question two from Joey is, why slash how do your significant others let you take all these trips to Vegas and spend so much money on gambling? How do you do that? First of all, you don't spend money on gambling. That's that's the most ridiculous. You make money on gambling. It's also not gambling if all you do is win. That's it's not true. called spending though. It's an investment. <clears throat> okay, I can agree with that. That's true. Um, I think as important as it is to always date your wife, when you're dating a woman, you don't always tell her everything, <laughs> which is key. Um, that's, I'll tell you, that's one thing I learned very early on, and it mainly has to do with uh, playing poker, is I'd go up to the Windstar, and, you know, halfway through the day, I'd go grab lunch or something, and my wife would call, oh, how's it going? I'm like, oh, you know, I'm up 200 bucks, and then if you say that, and then bust later, and you come back, it's like, well, why didn't you leave when you were up 200, and you're like, it's not how it works. Yeah. Like, you can't just go. You just can't go. But yeah, never ever let them know you're up. Because then if you, yeah. you return not in in the profitable range, then they're like, well, why didn't you? Right. Yeah. Well, my answer to Joey is going to not be that exciting, but 
my wife doesn't care how much I win or lose in gambling and doesn't particularly like hanging out with me. So it kind of makes it work pretty easy. Uh, and with me, I think I go to Dave's philosophy of some things are just best not communicated. Because there was a conversation at church, not this past Sunday, the one before, maybe between me and you. Yeah. And somebody we were talking else. When we were talking about the uh, I'm sure books of the New Testament. Uh, it was either that or it was Ricky Stenhouse. It was one of the two. Okay. Well. And uh, somebody asked my wife about something about like playing DraftKings and, you know, how how much of that that we do, if you will, and my wife's comment was, "I have no idea how much money he spends on that," <laughs> and that's the way we're going to keep. But it, it would stun the master. <laughs> <laughs> and that's the way we're going to keep it. As for the uh, the trips now, trips to Vegas. I haven't been to Vegas since 2010, so yeah, but that we, doesn't we apply do our to baseball me. trips and yeah. sports trips, and you do more. You do more sports trips that you don't invite us to go on. Golf that's, trips. That's true. I can't. I can't take you to everything. Okay? Lake, lake house, J-O trips. Yeah. All those things. But we kind of have an understanding that I'm going to have, I have a circle of friends that I've known since I was like nine and we have a trip in the spring and she has a circle of friends she's known forever. They always have a trip in the summer and then there's usually one more a piece that's just random and mine are usually the sports trips and actually one of them was almost this weekend but I couldn't. <laughs> pull anything together to get somebody to go with me out to out to phoenix but uh i'm gonna do a little diamondback slash cowboys trip but that didn't come together and actually there were complications with who was going to watch the kids that's probably more the reason it fell apart now that i think about it that is that does make it tougher kids do seriously complicated things there's no question about that but i don't know if uh i think we've just on my, we just laid the foundation of yeah. communication and understanding and everything. And then it all sounds also, good until she's calling the father's attorney here in a couple of weeks. <laughs> there's also, here's a strategy. You don't reserve or book anything that's just way out of, you know, you're not going to Monte Carlo for the Grand Prix out there. But Although, say there's been a trip discussed, it's a good idea, it's a guy trip, you know the weekend is clear. Let's Let's just assume that. You just go in and say, "Hey, we were talking about this. Whatever. We haven't been to Vegas in a long time. We're gonna <laughs> go in to, two months. Yeah. What's going on? We're gonna go to Vegas like the third week of August, and that's the way it's presented. And oh, by the way, it's like, well, I don't know about that. Well, I kind of already booked the flight, so <laughs> I mean, if I cancel it, you know, we're, we're just gonna be out, out the money. money. And obviously, when I go, I'm gonna make tens of thousands of dollars. So <laughs> why would you let me go? go? It's a good point. All right, next email. At some point, I want to tell you what I bought with my DraftKings winning, so remember that. By the way, Point Break Dave, looking very possible going platinum on DraftKings this oh, month. Oh, man, look at this guy. So, hey, let me just wow. tell, you, let me tell you real quick before the next email. So, I did real good in football the first weekend uh, in DraftKings, won a few hundred bucks. And I, I had a little bit more money in my account than I wanted to have in there, so I was looking to get a little bit out. I was looking to get a little bit off, if you will. I, th- I think out is more the appropriate. <laughs> so I uh, I cashed out a few hundred bucks um, and went to uh, a website. <laughs> Do you like websites? Bought a few things, but but the thing that I think you're going to be real proud is of me for Adam and Eve.com. 
I went to uh, adidas.com slash Dustin Johnson. Oh, man. And it should be here tomorrow. I will be the proud owner of the Dustin Johnson Adidas tailor-made flat bill hat for golf. And we'll be sporting it on the course this weekend. There's so much wrong with that. Do you think the bill is made with cocaine? (laughs) I hope so. (laughs) When I need a little extra power for a drive. Oh, man. Okay, so next email is from Gustav. Says uh, the title of the email is email. He's really creative. Okay. Says I've never been fired, but in college the regionally famous grocery store chain that I worked for decided to close the store. Safeway. Possibly had, had to be United or United. Yeah, that's regional. May have been a uh, Skaggs Alpha Beta. I remember Skaggs. I don't remember that. Jewel Osco, perhaps. No, you don't remember that one. No. They had good commercials. Um. We had to stay to the end to get our severance, so morale was low for those of us sticking it out. One way we boosted spirits was by defacing the life-size cutout of the CEO (laughs) by cutting a round hole in the crotch (laughs) and and sticking things from the deli through the hole. (laughs) So the moral of the story is never give your underlings a life-size cutout of yourself. Wow. That's a pretty good lesson. Why life advice? And that's that's good creativity. That is. I mean, maybe he or she that was... Did he say he was... CEO? Well, I would assume it's I, a he. Well, I think it would determine... I don't know. He, said, part of, he said deli meat. It's probably <laughs> determining what part of the deli that they're accessing. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on. Uh, we have one more email. Okay, let's do it. Because we're, we're right at our... Uh, and then we'll do a lot of time here. DFS so. lightning round All right. after that. Okay, so this email comes from the management over at Partial Recall. Well. If we, can you remind me what that is again? It's a very successful podcast. Okay. It says, thanks for taking the time to acknowledge such a, such a sensitive topic. Because I... The show uh, Twitter tweeted out that we were doing firings, terminations, layoffs, and the like wow. this week. It's like it's like we somebody- were doing them like we were going to terminate <laughs> someone on the podcast. Well, Dave, uh, <laughs> we, <wanted> to- <laughs> we don't really like to do it at the beginning, but and on a Friday, Wait, weren't you a little suspicious while we're recording so early in the week when we normally wait till yeah. the end of the week? So uh, their management says our organization recently parted ways with an employee. So if you did not know, uh, Clay is leaving the Partial Recall podcast to pursue other life things. Very sad. Very sad news. I wish I had to listen to it. Well, the episodes are still out there. You can always go back to the beginning. Nah, it's too much work. Say it's never a fun situation and can often be difficult to withstand. What we have recently found is that sometimes letting go allows you the opportunity to focus on the tools you have remaining. I think whoever wrote this got that off of a pillow somewhere. With that said, we, the management of Partial Recall, would like to extend a formal invitation to Tommy 2.0 or Point Break Dave to join us for a few episodes in the future. We see a lot of potential in their podcasting skills and think they'd be a great addition to the team. I'll, I'll go ahead and let 
Tommy fight his way through this because I am actually a fan of partial recall, re- recall, but I would love to hear Tommy's take on this. Well, has any of you guys ever quit a job before you started? <laughs> wow. <laughs> what a jerk. <laughs> I'm just... No, what that had to do with anything. I'm in, but only if it's about wrestling. <laughs> I, I imagine that no, they No, I've listened to Partial Recall plenty. I'm just doing a bit. I imagine that they would be able to arrange some wrestling No, I was uh, going to say, if, if it's a topic near and dear to my heart, wrestling, Nintendo... The Wonder Years? Nah. Oh. MacGyver, yes. Wonder oh. Years, no. You know, it's weird. I, I, their management must have run at it. Maybe this was like a character limit email because there seems to be a, a name missing off the invite. I'm not... It sounded perfect to me. I was looking for a PS or something like that, but that... Well, I think that they're really paying you a high compliment because really they're awkward. saying that in Dave and myself, they see potential. With you, they already know potential is there. So they're, they're trying to have a, help us come up. They already know you're there. I don't. I don't get that. I. I've, I think it's a shot at you. Yeah. Yeah. I feel this e- email may be even culturally biased, if you will. Oh. <laughs> um. Okay. Before is that the last email? Man, I hope so. Yeah. Okay. It's, it's the last one. I just thought of this, and uh, since we're having job talk, and we probably won't ever do job talk again. <laughs> unless unless I get some bad news in the next couple of weeks. <clears throat> I remember when I was when I was working downtown. We're not married anymore. <laughs> Go ahead. Indeed. Uh, when I was working downtown, I used to take the dart, the train. Oh, thoughts oh. and prayers. <laughs> Tough times. But I was I was going into work one morning. I was sitting there, and the dude in front of me, you know, I was whatever listening to the ticket or something. And he's got this huge glob of shaving cream, like, on his (laughs) ear, right? Like, just massive. Or, and he had this suit on. And, like, I'm sitting... such a funny visual (laughs) for me. That's how it is. And, like, it's right there. (laughs) No, not that. And, uh, so, like, I'm, like, sitting there, I'm, like, well, this is weird, like, Tell the guy, I but... just reach up and dab no, it for him. No, sure man, I'm not going to touch no, another sure dude's ear. So, I'm, like, sitting there, and I'm, like... Finally, I'm, like, I got to tell him, like... Because yes. he's not going to see it, you know? Right. So, like, we're, you know, whatever stop down there, and I, like, tap him on the shoulder, and I was, like, hey, man, I was, like, you got some shaving cream or something, and he, like, reaches back there. I mean, it's, like, the size of your <laughs> thumb, and he's, like, oh, man... Thanks so much. And he's got Kleenex and he's cleaning up. He's like, I'm going straight to a job interview. Yeah. <laughs> and I think maybe he was nervous. It could have been the something about Mary. <laughs> like maybe well, he's just real get nervous. It's good to clean the pipes. I may have saved that guy's whole career. Well, at least he had a suit on. Yeah. He did have a suit on. But yeah, it was real funny. He was like real overly appreciative. He's like, thanks so much. I would have never seen that. <laughs> Oh, we would have. Wow. All right, DFS lightning round, real quick. All right. Uh, just real quick. First of all, you're welcome, right? You're going to say you're welcome for making everybody money last week. Uh, no, no, 150 no, point lineup. Before I put that spotlight on me, I was going to put a different one on me. Okay. So I finally won a baseball tournament That's last right. Friday. Oh, yeah. It was not the big boy one. But it was still a big one. Yeah. So I, it was... About 2,100 people, so mm-hmm. not 21,000, right? but 2,100. 
And then they always come with a funny story. So this is a $4 in, $500 out. That's a nice day. The only reason I was in the smaller tournament was because it was about seven minutes before first pitch, so the big tournament was full. And I had uh, listened to some stuff during the day, had a few things noted. And one thing I didn't get any action on that night was the Angels. And they were going against the Rangers, and I read something where two or three guys just absolutely own Nick Martinez. And I was like, man, i got to get an Angels lineup. Well, anything like if Nick Martinez was facing, like, you know, your softball Plano team. Senior High, yeah, you, you take Plano Senior yeah. High for sure. Stack so, as many bats so as you this, can. So this was just, we get the max number of Angels, essentially, and then I've got these other positions left over, and I'm just scrambling because the clock's ticking down. Like, we're inside of three minutes Oh, yeah, now. That's, a, that's a panic yeah. move, man. And I'm just thinking of, like, what teams are, you know, whatever, and what positions are left, and then I'm like, all right, the Brewers seem to fit this mold. Just throw it in there. I'm probably just throwing $4 into, into the sky, but we'll just get it in. Because if the Angels go off, I'm just going to be thinking about it for the next week, you sure. know? So you want to talk about, like, just a late-night hammer in a tournament <laughs> like i'm on like not the complete left side of the standings but i'm not even in the cash and then like within a 45 minute time period i get a notification the brewers catcher hits a home run the brewers first baseman hits a home run the brewers second baseman hits a grand slam <laughs> somebody on the angels hits a home run and uh at that point you've got shaving cream behind both ears <laughs> yeah and I look, and I'm like in third place, but everybody, the two guys and you've in front got, of me, and you got lots of bullets left. They're in the drawn dead. And, oh, and that's great! I that's go a to, great feeling. I go to bed that night before it's over. Uh, Hold but, on, the thing I got raked over the coals for doing. Yeah, but man, that was four thousand dollars. This is, I mean, five hundred. I'll take it, but four thousand is a different game. Okay, but I knew I had it. As long as like the four guys I had left didn't just all pull offers, Gabe did get rained out. We were, we were good. So that was a nice little uh, little surprise. Um, if everybody, I assume, unless you're just not a smart person, you had to have played the football lineups I tweeted out last Friday. Of course. If you played those in anything other than a winner take all, I can pretty much guarantee that you cashed. I with those think lineups. they would have cashed in yeah, every tournament I saw. Yeah, you're in anything other than yeah, a winner take all. Yeah. Uh, for this week, I will send some stuff out like at the end of the week. I haven't done a whole lot of football analysis, but the little that I've done, there aren't a whole lot of games with a big over-under, high over-under. Mm -hmm. I think this is more of a week to rein it in and maybe concentrate and just have like three or four teams. I know Dave's going to do 20 to 50, but... For me, it's well, going to Dave's be, going for platinum. Yeah. Excuse me. For me, it's going to be... I'm probably going to play the same amount of money, but it's going to be three or four teams and not 10 to 15 teams. Fair enough. Final thing, as always, check the Saints schedule. They're playing at Carolina. Go ahead and mark out Drew Brees. Scratch Drew Do Brees not play him now. in any lineup. No What's matter the what. Thursday game? 49ers and Rams. I'm telling you, I had a lot of luck with this last uh, week because the Thursday game was kind of a dud. Um, as entered, this one should be. Entered, oh. Exactly. Entered the Thursday through Monday, but just didn't play anyone from Thursday. Yeah. 
and then like you watch that game not go well and you know that most of the league has some part of that dud game because they feel like they're going to miss out on something because exactly. well, they're doing it because they want to watch the game and have something to sweat but then that just puts you a leg up when you just play only sunday the other thing could be if you play thursday to monday there's going to be a bunch of action on the monday night game because dallas is playing yep and one strategy might be to completely fade that as well, because if it's low scoring, there's gonna be a ton of people that have Zeke and yeah. Dak. You know, boy, the, if you had just faded Zeke in all your lineups this week, I did not do that. I didn't either. either. That, that's why I, I was lucky either. to break even. It was, <laughs> yeah. it was very Zeke intensive. <laughs> I had him in a bunch. Tough one, pal. Have so, you seen the pictures of Fat Zeke? So is that legit? I yeah, think so. I think it's legit. I mean, that can also it can also be like how lighting and camera angle. Yeah. But it's just a real funny visual. It's a great visual. That he's just been eating tacos all the time. Been making a few trips to the casa. Yeah. Pulling up women's shirts. Is this where we stop? We're stopping. Okay. Can't take any more of this. Most of my life to hear the 59 sound Coming through a crowd